You're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. While I was at the school, um, I you guys probably remember this, but when I was working over there, the Lord told me that it was, it was no longer time for us to be on the defensive. He said the children of God have been on the defensive for too long, encountering a problem and then asking God what he would do now. But that it was time for the intercessors and that the act of intercession was an offensive act. That we were pushing forward and charging forward. That's what intercessors are. They are expanding the kingdom of heaven. They are, they are speaking that the kingdom of heaven would exist and it would go on the offensive and that's what he was calling us into, that we would exist with an offense mindset. That we would go on charging and not waiting for problems to arise and then seeking God, but that we would seek God each and every day. Galatians 5, 25. If we live by the Spirit, then let us be in step with the Spirit. It doesn't say let us wait on the Spirit and then slowly move sometimes. The Spirit's moving. You're either in step with Him or you're not. The Spirit is moving. Be in step with the Spirit. So he's calling us to be on the offensive. And the kindness of the Father in this passage opened the door for truth to be received and established in the Son. We're the Father in this example. We've talked about that. Watching and waiting that we could see the prodigal sons and daughters seeking to return home on this highway of holiness that the Lord has spoken about for years. And that we would run out to meet them. Motivated by kindness. And because motivated by kindness, because we see an opportunity for kindness to exist in a story, and we desire to be the vessels that deliver that kindness to that story, because of that, now truth can be received. Now truth can be established in a life. Now the miraculous nature of God can flow freely into a story. Because first existed the kindness of God. And do you think the son hoarded that kindness after he received that? I don't think so. What a life. What a family dynamic. It talks about the older brother. But I think in reality, the older brother is just a matter of time before he is totally consumed by the kindness of God. Because he sees his father and his brother who have received it and now it's flowing out of them freely. So if you've been with us, and, and listening to the sermons online as we've kind of gone through all this craziness. Um, and before that, Randy, Randy taught us about the river. Man, he taught us what it was to exist in that river with God. To exist in it. And then one of the last words that Randy brought to us. It was one of our online times where we weren't meeting, but... One of the last words so profound to me, he gave us this example, this oil-filled example of these valves being open and closed and all that stuff. I don't understand still. Um, But I understand the spiritual example of it, that what flows in, we have the choice of closing it off that it would not flow out or opening up that it would flow out. And his warning and his message to us was keep the valve open, that what God deposits in would freely flow out. Because only then will the rest of the world that surrounds it know and encounter creator in that place. 
Psalm 46, 4 says, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. We get to exist in that river. And we get to receive and allow it to freely flow into us. And then we get to keep that valve open that it would freely flow out of us and consume the world around us. But we have that choice. And all of that to say, talking about that, going back to that, do you not see how prepared you have been for right now? The Lord for years has been preparing this Sunday. You want to know what the fourth pillar of God is and the next great move of God? It's His people operating in the kindness of God. That's what it is. And we are to be that pillar operating fully in the kindness of God. We are to be this community's church again. How? Acts of kindness. And yeah, some of it's organized. Some of it as a church, we're getting together, we're seeing a need, we're filling the need. Motivated by kindness. But guess what? We just read it. Every opportunity that you get throughout your day where you can insert kindness, do it. It's not just meant to be on a Sunday and a Wednesday and every now and then Saturday when we get together. Every opportunity you get. I know you guys can probably hear this. I'm a little hoarse. I've had to do a lot of talking this week. And I say that because the Lord has been ministering with urgency. And the Lord has been putting me in places where they don't need anything but kindness. That's all they need. They just need kindness. I know that there are some in here, maybe every single one of you in here can give testimony that is the same. And remember, I've told you, I told you last week, I want us to come in here every Sunday, every Wednesday, proclaiming the testimony of what God has been doing throughout the week. And I'm telling you right now, the Lord is moving with urgency, establishing the kindness of God in the hearts of people. That they would encounter His kindness because it is that kindness that opens the door for the miraculous nature of God to flow in. It is that kindness that allows and preps these hearts to receive the truth of God. Not just receive it, but receive it and allow it to be established that every day from that point on, they would live according to that truth with urgency. Talk to Randy about how fast counseling is going. Talk about it. It's insane. Can't comprehend it. I've shared examples of this. Talked about one last week. The kindness of God, the second he gets an opportunity, he is taking and he is establishing his people in such a mighty and powerful way. And it's wonderful to be a part of. It's wonderful to see. But that is, that is what we have been called to do. To be. That when they look at us, they would see the kindness of the Father's heart towards them. You know, I've shared this before too. It's been a long time ago. But I remember it was in Hall 16 at Stephen F. Austin University. I was doing laundry. It was an all-boys uh, dorm. And so that was gross. And the laundry room was disgusting. And sitting in there doing laundry because you couldn't leave it because you wouldn't have any clothes when you got back. Um, everything finished. Put all my clothes in. I'm a new believer at this point, And I'm walking down the hallway. 
And the Lord shows like there's this fragrance coming off of me. Like This is weird. And I'm seeing this in real time as I'm walking down the hallway. It's not like something he showed me and then I left. I was walking down the, ho- the hallway and he was showing me this like I was getting to see in the, in the spiritual realm what was happening. Again, a new believer. I don't know anything. And somebody walks by me, another guy, and he smelled whatever it was. It had to be good because we were in a boys' dorm, so there weren't a lot of good smells in there. And he smelled it, and he turned, and he followed. This, is, this happened. I'm seeing this, and I'm looking around I'm like, that dude's right behind me. I just kind of went into my room. He kept on going. I don't know where he was going. But the Lord said that the Spirit of God, he was, talk, he was trying to illustrate to me that the Spirit of God that it, He is establishing in me, that He has just introduced me to at that time, where it existed, it existed in me, and so wherever I, wherever I was, there it was also. But that when creation just simply encountered Creator, they begin to yearn for it. There is not a one of us that was not made for what we're talking about right now. For God so loved the world, not the few. For God so loved the world. There's not a person on this earth right now that was not made for Him. They just don't know it yet. But they get to know it. They get to encounter Creator, what they were made for. They get to encounter purpose. They get to encounter destiny when we exist in places and when we allow the kindness of God to freely flow through us into their stories. And the kindness of God is just His presence. Because in that place, if you're living by the Spirit and in step with the Spirit, then when you're just in a place, you're in a room, say an awful place like the DMV or something. It's just bad things. And you're sitting in there but that you would see these people that are in there with you and you would see the goodness of God in each and every one of them. You would see who the Lord has established them to be. They don't know it. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but they don't know it. They, they've not yet encountered that, but in that room and in that time, they get to encounter what the Lord from the beginning of time had spoken over their story because you're there. And it's the kindness of the Father's heart that does that. The kindness of the Father's heart towards His people that led His only begotten Son to the cross to make a way that we could receive His Holy Spirit and live and establish the kingdom of heaven here on earth. The kindness of God. Look at Ephesians 4. We'll be in Ephesians 4 verse 17. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learn Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, 
and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, having put away all falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Even those that are not walking with the Lord what the Lord has established in them, what He desires to establish in them, is meant for you. We've talked about this before. I, I, you guys know what I studied. I studied the human body in college, and so I love thinking about the body of Christ and its functionality with this perfect example that we have every day. But this finger doesn't do this without all this. That, that, that movement originates up here. That finger without the hand, without the wrist, without the forearm, without the elbow, does not get to operate in the fullness that it was created to operate in. So there are people that don't know God yet, that when they do will unlock the fullness in you. That's the beauty of when we get to gather together. Because there are things in me that don't exist without any of you. And that you bring out and you unlock. Because what we see now, identity is just a piece of the Father's heart that exists in you. But when we gather together, we get to see the full picture of the Father's heart. And so there are people that are meant to be a part of that picture. And we get to be the ones to bring them into the fold. We get to be the father that looks out and motivated by kindness, runs out to meet them. Because kindness was the motivation, because kindness is what they met first, they would now receive truth and receive all that God had for them. Look at verse 26. Therefore, having put away, or sorry, uh, 26. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. The Lord just told me, he just, I know that's not what this passage is talking about, but the Lord just brought out this point. He said, it's time for the enemy to no longer have the opportunity to steal, kill, and destroy. He only has the opportunity because the children of God allow it. But where the children of God are, he has no authority. So exist everywhere. Done. Problem solved. World saved. Everywhere you go, be who he's called you to be. It's no accident that he would speak what he spoke in the time of worship, that who you are in the kingdom of heaven would be established here on earth, that you would make that a personal thing that you sing, that it's not just the kingdom of heaven around me, but the kingdom of heaven in you. Who you are in the kingdom of heaven. That you would be established here on earth as it is in heaven. And that you would not allow yourself to live in any aspect of fear. To live in any aspect of your life where it is controlled by fear. Motivated by fear. Because with fear comes doubt and with doubt comes division. He's come to steal, kill, and destroy, and it's time for the children of God to say no more. We talked about it last week. It is time for you to say no more. I will will wake up each and every day as if this is my last day, 
and I will establish the kingdom of God with everything that I have. And I, I will say on this last day, the enemy was unable to steal, kill, and destroy. But that the kingdom of God was established through the kindness of God. Verse 29. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such is good for the building up as it fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Church, we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. We've been given the ministry of reconciliation. Who was the first of us to have this ministry of reconciliation? It's Jesus. Reconciling the world back to God. He was the first of us. He was the one that orchestrated it and then could give it to us. And how did he do it? Through the kindness of God. Everywhere he existed, the kindness of God existed there. Every miracle motivated by the kindness and compassion of God. The tender mercy of God. Everything he did to the point of the cross. The kindness of God. And we're talking about him to this day. A man that operated in the spirit of God for three years. And we get to do it in a lifetime. And look what was established. In those three years. And now let's say that you've got 40 more. World's all right. Because the kindness of God, if it exists in you and flows out of you, and is your motivation each and every day for the next 40 years, I cannot imagine what this world would look like. I cannot imagine what this city would look like. What our cities, what our communities would look like. Could you imagine... Cities existing in such a way here in this, in this place that it would exist in such a way that as people come in, just drive in, they just cross that line that puts them in the city that all of a sudden cancer just didn't exist in them anymore. Because the kingdom of heaven has been established in such a way that this territory right here on this physical earth is only God's. Because the children of God exist within it. And the kindness of God freely flows out of it. And the kindness of God opens the door to the miraculous nature of God. There's not one time in scripture where you did not first see the kindness of God. And now you have this wonderful gift to exist each and every day, allowing that kindness to flow out of you. That is a gift. What a gift. We had... Uh, a member of this uh, church have a need a couple weeks ago and I was unable to help and just called two people up and they were immediately, yes, we'll go help. And they go help and then what I hear from that is not, man, that was tough. It's a lot of work. That was hard. I got dirty. That's not what I heard. I heard, man, what a blessing that time was. What a joy that time was. When have you ever gotten to be the vessel for the kindness of God and had a complaint about it? I can't think of one. And we get to live like that every day. 
What a gift. Church, do you hear that? What a gift that he would allow you to exist and to be a vessel for which his kindness freely flows. And guess what? If the kindness of God is flowing out of you, what has to happen first? It has to flow in you. So that's how we're finishing today. Have you received for yourself the kindness of God? Are you allowing him each and every day to be kind to you? Because he desires to be kind to you. He treasures you. He is jealous for you. And he desires with everything in his heart for you, his child, his holy and anointed one to receive his kindness. Let it flow into your story first. Because if we exist in the river, then we first have to encounter. That's what church is all about, right? It's the coming together of those who have encountered God throughout the week, and now we get to encounter God together. But we've been encountering Him throughout the week. You can't just receive God and His goodness and His kindness towards yourself right now because you're in this sanctuary. Receive it every day. Wake up each and every day and receive the kindness that He has in store for you so that it could freely flow. And then when you see an opportunity for that kindness to freely flow, you go. If you see a place where kindness is a big need, but the kindness of God needs to be there, then you come tell us. And the kindness of God will be what they meet. The kindness of God will be what they encounter. But that's how, church, we build the fire. That is how we establish the kingdom of heaven here on this earth. And that is how the prodigal sons and daughters that desire to come home will indeed actually come home. And not just be those that attend church for a little while because they were having a hard time and then they slowly fade away. But that they would come and that God would establish them in such a way that they would only ever operate on that truth from, for the rest of their days. But it's the kindness of God. The kindness of God is what our community needs. It's how the fire will grow. It's how the fire will be built. It's how the fire will spread. The kindness of God. And where the kindness of God exists, rest assured that the power of God exists. Where the power of God exists, you see the fruits of the Spirit. You see the miraculous nature of the, of the Spirit of God. You see healing. You see prophecy. You see unexplainable things just naturally and every day occur. Because the kindness of God exists and has saturated a place. Has saturated a story. Has saturated a people. And now the miraculous nature and power and authority of God exists in that place. Let's be that city, church. That is so established in the kingdom of heaven. That the kindness of God exists in such a powerful and tangible way. That when you enter into this place, all that can exist in you. When you drive across that sundown line, all that it can exist in you is what God has intended for you. If that sounds crazy, then we're on the right path. That's what God desires. That his people would operate in his kindness. But first, you've got to receive it. So receive it this morning. As we sing, receive it this morning. As you wake up tomorrow, receive it, receive it, receive it. 
every moment of every day receive the kindness of God and then look because we are on the offensive to establish the kingdom of heaven here on earth so look for every opportunity where you can put the kindness of God into a story where you can carry that kindness of God into a place where it did not exist and watch as they just begin to receive the truth that you carry with you watch as they just begin to receive everything that God has intended for them and spoken over them all the days of their lives. What an exciting thing that we get to be a part of. You get to be a vessel for the kindness of God. I hope that motivates you. I hope that excites you. And I hope you receive it for yourself. I hope you say, let it be here on earth as it is in the kingdom of heaven in me. Let it be as it exists in the kingdom of heaven. Let let me exist here on earth as God intends for me to exist in the kingdom of heaven. Thanks for listening to this message. For more resources, visit sundownchurch.com.